Tere, and welcome to History of Estonia podcast. I am your host, William Parsley. Today we are going to cover the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact. On this day, the 23rd of August, 1939, the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact was signed between Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union. It was a written guarantee that if either nation were to go to war against a third nation, that the other party would stay neutral. The historical impact of this agreement to the Baltic region of Europe is fundamental to understanding the people and the region and their geopolitical concerns with regards to the giant neighbor to the east. Oh, but there was something else. A secret clause, or a series of secret clauses to be correct, that were added on to the original agreement. The current Russian government's position is that they want to end up looking like it was just existing in a peaceful way and out of nowhere, Germany attacked it. Reality is of course a lot more complicated than that. The Allied powers of France and Great Britain were talking to the Soviet Union about an alliance. But the Soviet Union reportedly demanded the Baltics, which was too high a price for the Allied powers to agree to. So this pact and the secret protocol that followed was basically an agreement to carve up Eastern Europe between Germany and the Soviet Union. It is speculated that Hitler made the alliance with the Soviet Union so that Germany would be able to defeat the Allies first, dealing with the much-hated Soviet Union afterwards. Russia and Germany have both had a long and historic connection, so while it came as a surprise to the world at the time, it was the best deal each of them could get, and Hitler was itching for a fight with Poland, and Stalin saw the opportunity to get back lost territories of the old Russian Empire that it had lost in the chaos at the end of World War I and the Russian Revolution. If you would like to bail out, before I read through a boring official government alliance to split up Eastern Europe, including Estonia, into spheres of influence, you can stop here. What we're getting ready to read here is from the Wilson Center, digitalarchive.wilsoncenter.org. September 1939, Secret Supplementary Protocols of the Molotov-Ribbentrop Non-Aggression Pact of 1939. The citation, Secret Supplementary Protocols of the Molotov-Ribbentrop Non-Aggression Pact, 1939, September 1939. History and Public Policy Program, Digital Archive, published in Nazi-Soviet Relations, 1939-1941. Documents from the Archives of the German Foreign Office. The summary of this, it is secret text of the Molotov-Ribbentrop Non-Aggression Pact. The original language, Russian. This is the English translation. The original text of Soviet-German secret agreements concluded in the 1939-1941 period. 1. Secret Supplementary Protocols of the Border of the Spheres of Interest of Germany and the USSR, signed by V.M. Molotov and Ribbentrop on August 13, 1939. Copy to Comrade Stalin. 2. Clarification of the Secret Supplementary Protocol 
of August 23, 1939, signed by V.M. Molotov and Schulenberg on August 28, 1939. 3. Confidential Protocol Concerning the Possibility of Resettling the Population Residing Within the Spheres of Influence of the Governments of the USSR and Germany Signed by V.M. Molotov and Ribbentrop on September 28, 1939. 4. Secret Supplementary Protocol of Changing the Soviet-German Agreement of August 23, with regard to the spheres of interest of Germany and the USSR. Signed by V.M. Molotov and Ribbentrop on September 28, 1939. 5. Secret Supplementary Protocol on Preventing Polish Agitation on the Territory of the Other Treaty Signatory Signed by V.M. Molotov and Ribbentrop on September 28, 1939 6. Protocol on Germany's Renunciation of Claims to the Part of the Territory of Lithuania Indicated in the Secret Supplementary Protocol of September 28, 1939, signed by V.M. Molotov and Schulenberg on January 10, 1949, 1941. Sorry. 7. September 28, 1939, Declaration of the Soviet and German Governments on Mutual Consultation in Russian and German. Exchange of letters between V.M. Molotov and Ribbentrop on September 28, 1939, concerning economic relations between the USSR and Germany, in Russian and German, along with drafts, and nine, two maps of Polish territory, with signatures of J.V. Stalin and Ribbentrop. In the next section, Ministry of Foreign Affairs of the USSR 1. Secret Supplementary Protocol on the Border of the Spheres of Interest of Germany and the USSR Signed by V.M. Molotov and Ribbentrop, August 23, 1939 Secret Supplementary Protocol In signing the non-aggression pact between Germany and the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, the undersigned plenipotentiaries of the two sides discussed in strict confidentiality the issue of delimiting the spheres of mutual interest in Eastern Europe. This discussion led to the following result. 1. In the event of territorial political reorganization of the districts making up the Baltic states, Finland, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, the northern border of Lithuania is simultaneously the border of the spheres of interest of Germany and the USSR. The interests of Lithuania with respect to the Vilnius district are recognized by both sides. 2. In the event of territorial political reorganization of the districts making up the Polish Republic, the border of the spheres of interest of Germany and the USSR will run approximately along the Pisa, Nauru, Vistula, and San Rivers. 
the question of whether it is in the signatory's mutual interest to preserve the independent Polish state and what the borders of that state will can be ascertained conclusively only in the course of future political development. In any event, both governments will resolve this matter through friendly, mutual agreement. Three, concerning southeastern Europe, the Soviet side emphasizes the interest of the USSR in Bessa-Arabia, which I understand is modern-day Moldova. The German side declares its complete political disinterest in these areas. This protocol will be held in strict secrecy by both sides. Moscow, August 23, 1939, handwritten, with the authorization of the government of the USSR, signed V. Molotov. For the government of Germany, signed Ribbentrop. The next section, Ministry of Foreign Affairs of the USSR. Two, clarification of secret supplementary protocol of August 23, 1939. Signed by V.M. Molotov and Schulenberg on August 28, 1939. Clarification of the secret supplementary protocol of August 23, 1939. In order to clarify the first paragraph of point two of the secret supplementary protocol of August 23, 1939, this is to explain that said paragraph is to be read in the following final version, namely, in the event of the territorial political reorganization of the districts making up the Polish state, the border of the spheres of interest of Germany and the USSR will run approximately along the Pisa, Nauru, Vistula, and San rivers. Moscow, 28, August 28, 1939. With the authorization of the government of the USSR, V. Molotov, for the government of Germany, F. W. Graf D. Schulenberg. The cover sheet says, Strictly Confidential, Secret Protocol. The Chairman of the Council of People's Commissars of the USSR, V. M. Molotov, with the authorization of the government of the USSR on one side, and German Ambassador Count von der Schulenberg, with the authorization of the government of Germany on the other side, have concurred on the following. 1. The government of Germany renounces its claims to the part of the territory of Lithuania indicated in the secret supplementary protocol of September as 1939 and shown on the map that is attached to this protocol. 2. The government of the USSR agrees to compensate the government of Germany for the territory indicated in point 1 of the present protocol with a payment to Germany in the amount of 7,500,000 gold dollars, the equivalent of 31,500,000 German marks. Payment of the sum of 31.5 million German marks will be made as follows. One-eighth, which is 3,937,500 German marks in deliveries of non-ferrous metals over a three-month period beginning from the day of the signing of the protocol 
and the remaining seven-eighths, i.e. 27,562,500 German marks, in gold through deductions from German payments of gold that the German side has to make before February 1, 1941. Based on an exchange of letters between the People's Commissar of Foreign Trade of the USSR, A. McCoyan, and the Chairman of the German Economic Delegation, Mr. Schnur, that took place in conjunction with the signing of the agreement on January 10, 1941, on mutual deliveries of commodities for the Second Treaty Period, according to the Economic Agreement of February 1, 1940, between the USSR and Germany, and 3. The present protocol has been prepared in two Russian and two German originals and comes into force immediately upon signing. Moscow, January 10, 1941, with the authorization of the government of the USSR, signed V. Molotov, for the government of Germany, signed Schulenberg. Ministry of Foreign Affairs of the USSR. 3. Confidential Protocol Concerning the Possibility of Resettling the Population Residing Within the Spheres of Interest of the Governments of the USSR and Germany, signed by V. M. Molotov and Ribbentrop on September 28, 1939. Confidential Protocol the government of the USSR will not impede German citizens or other persons of German ancestry residing within its spheres of interest should they desire to move to Germany or to German spheres of interest. It agrees that this resettlement will be conducted by persons authorized by the German government in accordance with responsible local authorities and that in the process, the property rights of the resettled person will not be infringed. The German government assumes the same obligations with respect to persons of Ukrainian or Belarusian ancestry residing within its spheres of interest. Moscow, September 28, 1939, with the authorization of the government of the USSR, signed V. Molotov. For the German government, signed J. Ribbentrop. Ministry of Foreign Affairs of the USSR 4. Secret Supplementary Protocol on Changing the Soviet-German Agreement of August 23rd Concerning the Spheres of Interest of Germany and the USSR Signed by V. M. Molotov and Ribbentrop on September 28, 1939 Secret Supplementary Protocol The undersigned plenipotentiaries state the concurrence of the German government and the government of the USSR in the following. Point 1. Of the secret supplementary protocol signed on August 23, 1939, is changed to the territory of the Lithuanian state, is included in the spheres of interest of the USSR because, on the other side, Lublin Voivodeship and part of the Warsaw Voivodeship are included in the spheres of interest of Germany. See map accompanying the Treaty of Friendship on the border between the USSR and Germany signed today. 
As soon as the government of the USSR takes special measures on Lithuanian territory to protect its interests, the present German-Lithuanian border, with the objective of making it a natural and simple border, will be adjusted so that the Lithuanian territory that lies southwest of the line shown on the map goes to Germany. It is further stated the economic agreement between Germany and Lithuania, now in force, must not be broken by the aforementioned measures by the Soviet Union, handwritten with the authorization of the government of the USSR, signed V. Molotov, for the government of the German Reich, signed J. Ribbentrop, September 28, 1939. Ministry of Foreign Affairs of the USSR 5. Secret Supplementary Protocol on Preventing Polish Agitation on the Territory of the Other Treaty Signatory Signed by V. M. Molotov and Ribbentrop on September 28, 1939 Secret Supplementary Protocol The undersigned plenipotentiaries, in concluding the Soviet-German Treaty, on the border and friendship, have stated their concurrence in the following. Neither side will permit on their territories any sort of Polish agitation affecting the territory of the other country. They will abort such agitation on their own territories and will inform each other as to the effective measures to accomplish this. With the authorization of the government of the USSR, signed V. Molotov, for the government of Germany, signed J. Ribbentrop. Moscow, September 28, 1939. Archive of the Central Committee. The Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact is fairly well known in the world, and many in the Baltics see it as the re-emergence of Russian domination that lasted for almost 50 years. I feel that it is important not to make the Russians seem like the lone bad wolf, Germany and Hitler had plans of their own for the Baltic states. We will never know how it would have turned out if Germany would have won the war. It is hard to believe that it would have favored any better for the people of Estonia and the Baltic region in general. There was a plan in place called General Plan Ost for the Germanization of the Baltic region and parts of Western Russia, in which Germans would have been colonized in these areas and a strategy was in place to reduce the native populations of these areas. Estonia and Latvia would have had the most favorable outcomes of all the countries listed in the plan, with 50% of the local population able to remain, while the Belarusian population would have been reduced by 75%, and with Lithuania having the worst potential outcome, with the population reduction planned at 85% while German nationals were to take up the living spaces that were conquered. Hitler looked to the New World for inspiration for Germany's expansion east. In Preet Buttar's book, Between Giants, largely a military account of World War II in the Baltic region, Hitler is quoted as saying, We eat Canadian wheat and don't think anything about the Indians. I bring this up, for one, because I think it is historically important fact. And two, I don't want to come across as a hypocritical American. Today, Germany owns its history in an honest way that no other nation that I know of does. 
the government nor its citizens are allowed to deny the existence of the Holocaust. Russian politicians have had a hard time facing up to its history, and some U.S. politicians have had a hard time coming to grips with our historical crimes, for that matter. All nations have crimes in their past to account for. Being able to look soberly back at your history, and even if it's uncomfortable to admit it, to do so and learn from the bad along with the good. There are things to be ashamed of, for sure. It takes a sober mentality to be willing to grapple with these ideas of crimes committed by one's own nation-state. When we get back to our historical narrative, we will be coming back to an Estonia that was under the dictatorship of Konstantin Petz and Commander-in-Chief Johann Leidener. At least with the dictatorship, in retrospect, it kept the Estonian state together for a period of time. Estonia was carrying on in political paralysis prior to the dictatorship. So, until next time, Nagamiseni. <laughs>